What is up, everyone? You're listening to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast for Thursday, November 12, 2020. And I'm Chip, and I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple and Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you'd like to watch us, you can watch us over on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So do me a favor, please hit subscribe, support the show, hit the bell so you don't miss miss any more episodes. And on today's episode, I'm going to preview the Thursday night football game, the Colts versus the Titans. But before I get into that Thursday night preview, I want to go over some of the news that took place throughout the week. And the first piece of news I want to look over or talk about is the Pittsburgh Steelers and Big Ben. So we know earlier in the week that Ben Roethlisberger was put on the COVID-19 list because he was around a player that tested positive, which was reports came out saying it was Vance McDonald. So apparently... Big Ben what sat next to him on the airplane. They have a locker next to each other. So obviously with that being a high-risk contact, he they had to put Big Ben on that COVID-19 list. So with, what this means is, is that he can still play on Sunday as long as he still tests negative throughout the week. So they had their games on Sunday against the Bengals, so that means that he can come back on Saturday to practice. So, but the good news is as well that if you realize that he did injure his knees during the game on Sunday against the Cowboys, so he can still go into the facility and get rehab, which is good news because I think this is kind of a win-win situation that he can rest his body, get his knees right, get his rehab and recover, and then limit his practice time, but also still play on Sunday. So I think this is a good thing for him. Obviously, it will be bad if he tests as negative because obviously that offense goes through Big Ben. If he's not playing, I get nervous about how that offense will look, kind of just what's going on with the Cowboys, with Dak Prescott. So as of right now, as of Thursday, everything has come back negative. He has no, there's no new news about any concern that he won't play. Even Mike Tomlin came out and said, if he doesn't practice all week, he's still going to play. So keep your fingers crossed. But if you have a contingency plan, have that in place because I know for me, I have I own Big Ben in a uh, two-quarterback league. And I have bye weeks this week, so Joe Burrow's my other starting quarterback. So if I don't have Big Ben to play, I had to pick up Mason Rudolph, even though that's not the greatest pickup. And this, and when you play in two quarterback leagues, most of you know, like to find a quarterback on the waiver wire is very hard. So Mason Rudolph, he'll be my go-to guy if Big Ben can't play. So um, that's just my contingency plan. You guys may, you know, have something different because if you're in one quarterback leagues, it would be easier to. Because uh, Big Ben had a very good matchup against the Bengals this week, so he was a streamer for me. But you know, obviously, with that being the case, if he can't play, I'm sure if you're one of quarterback leagues, you're going to find other players that you could plug in. Um, but I know we'll keep we'll keep you updated as much, as much as we can with the news that we get, you know, throughout the week. And then with Carolina, Christian McCaffrey, it looks like he's been already ruled out for Week Ten. You know, he has sustained a shoulder injury against the Chiefs on Sunday. And then news news broke Monday that he could miss, you know, he could be week to week and could miss week ten. And now going now based on knowing the Wednesday participation in practice, he did not practice on Wednesday. So that means that you know he could have just had a veteran rest day, but they had already ruled him out. So if you have Mike Davis, you're able to keep Mike Davis. Good for you. If you're able to get Mike Davis on waiver wire pickups uh, the other day, that's good for you as well. But you know, you're not going to have Christian McCaffrey and you may not have him the rest of the year. Who knows how serious his injury is? There has not been any more news and things that have reported on his shoulder. 
So it looks like you just have to kind of take it day by day with him. But he will not play against the Bucks in Week 10. And then the 49ers have ruled out Raheem Mostert for Week 10. You know, this was one of the we're re, we're approaching the time frame that he could return. But Kyle, Kyle Shanahan came out on Wednesday and said he's not going to play. So that means is it Jerick McKinnon or is it Michael Hasty? Who knows? Because it's hard to figure out this backfield. You know, that being the case, I think that you have to play Jerick McKinnon because he's the guy that did well the, the week before. But it looks like Hasty has been dropped in a lot of leagues. So you know, McKinney may be the guy, but I don't feel confident in that answer just because it could be, you know, hasty one one week and then McKinnon and then you have Jeff Wilson. So uh, just something to monitor as well. And then in Seattle, Chris Carson, um, he uh, he was still sidelined on Wednesday. He did not practice. Same thing with uh, Carlos Hyde. So it looks like Pete Carroll has said that Chris Carson has a 50-50 chance to play week 10. You know, that that's not very encouraging. You kind of want to see things lean more towards him playing and at least practicing at, to a limited basis, but he didn't even practice on Wednesday. But reports, you know, on Thursday and Friday will let us know exactly where's that where that's trending. So uh, it could be that you don't have Chris Carson again this week. And then good news out of Miami, though. So Miles Gaskin had been out for he's gonna be out for three weeks because of his MCL sprain. Matt Breida returned to practice, which is good. He was limited, but he still returned to practice, which means that he should be slated to start. On Sat or on Sunday, so if Matt Breed is available and you need a emergency running back to plug and play, he may be a guy that you should grab and try to play. And then in San oh San Diego, oh my gosh, I said San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers running back Justin Jackson was had out of practice on Wednesday, so he you know he played one snap against uh, last week and he came out you know against the Raiders and he came out and he was held out the rest of the game and you saw Kalen Balage have a great fancy out. And he was the fourth overall running back this week in fantasy. So it was interesting looking at the stats of some of the players that were added and dropped and Kalen Balaj did not come up on the list at all. And I looked at some of the ESPN leagues and he's only owning 6% of leagues, but he wasn't one of those, you know, speculative ads that you didn't know exactly. Do I add him? Do I not? But you know, if Justin Jackson's out, that means that that Kalen Balaj could have another opportunity to shine in his absence. So, cause Joshua Kelly's not getting the snaps. He out, you know, he outplayed Joshua Kelly. He had more snaps than Joshua Kelly. So I think that Kalen Balaj is, could be a decent play if you need the running back help. Um, and then we know that Kenny Galladay, he didn't, he was out in week nine. It doesn't look like he's going to play in week 10. So he did not practice on Wednesday. So it looks like he is not trending the right direction to play. So, but obviously I do my waiver wire show or my my, uh, my injury update show on Saturdays. So when you, I should have all the updated information. So if you want to tune back on Saturday on YouTube, um, I'll have all the latest injury updates on Saturday afternoon. Um, and then good news is if you're a Miles Sanders owner, he returned to practice on Wednesday. So it looks like he should play on Sunday. So he, he has a decent matchup. So hopefully, you know, with that being the case, he'll have a full workload against the Giants. He'll have a top, you know, fancy outing. But the good news is he's back. And then that's all the that's all the news for for today. But um, now going on to I like doing this every you know every Thursday is go over all the top fancy ads and drops for the week. And then honestly, this list was pretty interesting. Uh, the top fancy ads for this week was that Des Bryant had the biggest percentage change in ownership. So Des Bryant. 
According to Yahoo Leagues, he was the number one guy added. And then second behind him was DJ Dallas, which if Chris Carson and if Carlos Hyde are out, DJ, you know, DJ Dallas is the next guy. And I was kind of concerned about him last week because they, they the Seahawks had called up Alex Collins and obviously Travis Homer was uh Travis Homer actually played more snaps. So this is one of those guys is where he had a good week a couple weeks ago, but then you know, who knows what happens this week with if Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde are out again. But he was the second most added player, Tony Pollard, which makes sense. But Dallas Cowboys are on a bye week. So if you added Tony Pollard, hopefully you're the uh, the owner of Zeke Elliott. So that means that you have your handcuff in place just in case you do lose Zeke. And then Jacoby Myers, this is kind of a, this the guy that I, I had mentioned on the Wave Wire show on Tuesday was that Jacoby Myers had over 40% target share you know, in that game on, on Monday night. So I think he is a decent flex going forward because Cam Newton is targeting him. So he was a good add. And then you had Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper is back for, you know, week 10. I added Austin Hooper in my main league. I'm playing him this week. He has a good matchup against the Texans. So uh, he's a guy that was added. Wayne Gallman was out, added. Jerry Judy was added. And then Sterling Shepard was added. So those were the top ads for week 10. And then now going to, oh, I'm sorry, then Christian uh, Christian Kirk was added and then J.D. JD McKissick. So, you know, Christian Kirk is a, an interesting name because he is, he's ha- he having some massive games the last three games. He scored a touchdown the last three games. I think he has like five touchdowns in three games. So he's definitely doing well. So I think that that's a pretty good add. And then J.D. McKissick, you know, we don't know exactly what his role is going to be. It looks like Antonio Gibson did not practice on Wednesday either. So he, if he if Gibson happens to be out, J.D. McKissick is a very good play for Week 10. And then going on to the biggest drops of the week, Jermichael Hasty. So I just mentioned him because Raheem Mostert's out. A lot of people dropped Jermichael Hasty, which I think people may be regretting that because of the news of Raheem Mostert. Obviously, when these people drop these players, they have the news of that. So I wonder if that changes once they find out the news and saw the news on Wednesday and then, you know, try to recourse and pick him up again. Matt Breida was dropped, which was interesting. He was hurt, obviously, but I don't understand why people drop somebody when, you know, I understand if it, like, it wasn't like Miles Gas was only going to be out one game. He was going to be out multiple weeks and Matt Breida is the next guy up. So the fact that he was dropped is a very, very interesting thing to me. Uh, Jamal Williams, I understand he was on the COVID list. You know, he's definitely... Part of that backfield is a one-two punch with him and Aaron Jones. So I do think that Jamal Williams should be, you know, should be added as a flex play. And then Mike Davis. So he was dropped, not not a high percentage, but he was dropped in leagues because Christian McCaffrey came back. We would expect that. But now the fact of the matter is he's got like Christian McCaffrey's injured again. Those people who miss, who dropped Mike Davis are probably kicking themselves now because if you don't have enough fab to get him, you just lost out on a starting running back. Boston Scott was, you know, he was dropped. Makes sense. Miles Sanders was training back. You know, all the reports are saying that Miles Sanders would be keep out until after the bye. He's coming back. So Boston Scott really is just a handcuff on your roster. And then Tyler Irvin. So obviously when we had no idea that Aaron Jones was going to play on Thursday night last week, you know, obviously AJ Dillon was on the COVID list. Jamal Williams was on the, on the COVID list. Obviously Tyler Irvin was a name that kept on being brought up who's going to start and play. But Aaron Jones decided to play on Thursday night. So Obviously, you don't need Tyler Irvin on your team now that you have now Jones and Williams back on the roster and active. So uh, he's he's definitely he should be obviously dropped. I'm surprised that he was owned in a lot of leagues, anyways. And then Devontae Freeman, he would you know he's been injured. He was dropped. 
Jordan Reed was dropped, which is interesting because he should be the starting tight end for the 49ers going forward as long as he stays healthy. So Jordan Reed should be a guy that you add, you know, because of the fact that he is the starting tight end for the 49ers. And then Giovanni Bernard, this was another interesting drop for me because obviously we did, Joe Mixon's still not 100% healthy. Like he's not full participation in practice. So the fact that Giovanni Bernard was dropped makes me wonder some of these leagues on why people did that. Now, I understand if you're in a if you're in a win now mode and you have to if he's dead weight on your roster, you need someone who can plug and play right now. I get that, but that could be Giovanni Bernard. If Giovanni Bernard, you know, gets the start because Mixon's out, you're now, I know he goes against the Steelers this week, but you have to, you know, you you have to be smarter on these these ads and drops because you're dropping too many good players that could be valuable for you. So that's why I always say like you have to look at what's dropped in your league because sometimes people get nervous about and want to pick up that waiver wire pickup that's hot and they drop better players. So I think that you need to look at that. Like in my main league, someone dropped Jalen Rager and I hopefully I, I have a, I have a claim in form. Hopefully I get him, but just like that, like you just have to, that's how you get ahead of your, your league mates is by doing that. You'd look at who gets dropped and add in those players because sometimes they drop players that are better than the ones that you're adding on free agency um, through the waiver wire. So uh, interesting drop there. Then Robert Tanyan, he hasn't really done much since his three touchdown game. So obviously you have, you, you know, you have uh, Devontae Adams is just tearing it up right now. You know, Marquez Val- Valdez-Scantling, he had a great Thursday night game. Alan Lazard's coming back soon. Aaron Jones is he- getting healthy. So I think Robert Tanyan now has kind of been that he was at that one flash in a pan week. And he hasn't done anything since, so understandable why he was dropped. But uh, very interesting ads and drops this week. Okay, so let's dive into the Thursday night football matchup, um, the Colts versus the Titans. Now, I was looking at this game, and I was kind of dissecting this game and thinking about who are my my must-starts and sits for this game. And there's a lot of interesting information I'm going to share with you that makes me kind of wonder about this game, if this is going to be a good fantasy game overall. Uh, but... In this matchup, for my start, you're gonna you're you're starting Ryan Tannehill. You're gonna play Derrick Henry. You're starting AJ Brown, John New Smith. I think those are the must starts, right? Those are the guys that have been on your fantasy rosters, and these are guys that you're gonna start based on their production because of you know how they're doing. Now, when I look at the flex, the only really flex options that I have for this game is the Colts backfield. I I, I kind of put it as a whole because they they are they're they're distributing the ball a lot differently and Jonathan Taylor was the guy that also they drafted to be the starter but then you're seeing Jordan Wilkins creep in and take majority of the carries now we do know that Jonathan Taylor has been dealing with the ankle injury so maybe that's taken away why he's gaining you know the limited carries but if I had to rank them I'm still going to rank them Taylor Hines and Wilkins I just think that if Jonathan Taylor is getting a lot healthier I think that he's continues to be the lead back, leader in the backfield. But it's hard to determine that when you have three running backs that they play. So uh, those are my the flex options for this game. And then for the boom bust, I have uh, Corey Davis as this. You know, Corey Davis was having a very good couple weeks. And then last week he had a goose egg. So he's a hard guy to try to figure out um, based on the target share and the opportunities. Um, but he, you know, he's a guy that I'm nervous about t- uh, for the Thursday night football game. And then at tight end, I think Trey Burton and Moe Cox are both boom-bust tight ends because they also as well, you know, Jack Doyle, he's going to be out with a concussion. So would that give more opportunities to Trey Burton or Moe Cox? Possible, possible, but 
do I are there better do you have better options out there for you to play at tight end other than these two? I just don't see them having big games. And then you're sitting Philip Rivers, T.Y. Hilton, and Michael Pittman. Because I Philip Rivers obviously, you know, unless you're like in a bye week or you're in a double, you know, a two quarterback league or a super flex league, you may have to play him because obviously the points. But I just don't like this matchup at all for Philip Rivers. I think that the deep, the Titans defense is a good enough defense where they can shut down the receivers, which obviously will limit Philip Rivers. So um I'm gonna I'm not playing Phillip Rivers. T.Y. Hilton, he's coming off a soft tissue injury. He had a groin injury. You know, he's he's looked like he's trending to play for Thursday night, but because of the lack of production fantasy wise, can you really trust T.Y. Hilton on a Thursday night game coming off an injury? Probably not. I'm not starting T.Y. Hilton. And Michael Pittman. So Michael Pittman was a guy that I had on my waiver wire show to add because of him leading the Colts receiving on Sunday, but also because T.Y. Hilton was injured. Now, if T.Y. Hilton is active, I want to see what Michael Pittman does while T.Y. Hilton is active. So he's a guy that I'm waiting to see. If I picked him up, I'm waiting to see what he does. And then if there's an encouraging stats, then I can have a better better chance of wanting to play him more just because of that. But honestly, like I was saying, like looking at this game, I look at the Colts defense being a very, very tough defense fancy-wise. Like I looked at all their stats. So now they are first against the tight end position, right? So they're also they're, the Colts are first against fancy QBs, right? The they are top three in fancy points allowed to the running back. So Derrick Henry could have a, a, a possibly a average game. The Colts are eleventh against fancy wide receivers, so that means that possibly AJ Brown could have a good game. Maybe Corey Davis. I mean AJ Brown, he's been having a great streak of games right now. So it's really hard to sit that guy. He's just a athletic freak. I just think that he could potentially have a better game, but it's not encouraging when you see all the stats that are stacked against them when it comes to the Colts defense. And then, like I said, they're, they're first against fancy tight ends. So John o. Smith, could he have a good game? I don't know. He got saved last week because he got a touchdown, but this is a Colts defense. That's stout. I mean, they're the Colts are third in the pass defense. They're second at rush defense and they're third in scoring defense. I mean, yes, you're playing some of these guys because they're your starters, like Tannehill, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, John U. Smith, and, you know, but it's just, it's hard to think, is this going to be a decent fancy game? We all know that Thursday football, Thursday night football games are not very entertaining. So is this going to be a Thursday night football game, which is the vision matchup in a Thursday night football game that allows us to feel comfortable that this is going to be a good fancy option? So I'm playing AJ Brown. He's my, you know, I have Tyreek Hill on a buy, but AJ Brown's my next, you know, my, my go-to guy after that. So I have to play him. So I'm playing AJ Brown, but just interesting stats. So if you have these guys that are on the Titans and go against the Colts defense, just maybe have tempered expectations. And if this game continue is like what we thought Monday night was, like we thought Sunday night football was going to be a great game against the Bucks and the Saints and being a dud. But then we had a Monday night game against two teams that are not very good against the Patriots and the Jets was awesome. So maybe this, maybe this is a, a, a shootout. Who knows? But uh, just these are the stats that I've given you just so you know, like, you know, if you see your players that are on the Titans that you start not have good games is because the Colts have a very good defense. So uh, just keep that in mind. But that is the Thursday night football game. Uh, you know, I'll be back tomorrow when I talk about all the other matchups and all my starts and sits. But I know if you have any questions, leave a comment below. And then if you like to, you know, catch up with us on social media, 
I'm on Twitter and Facebook at the Gridiron Pod. I'm on Instagram at the Gridiron at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So that's it for today. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any more episodes. And good luck tonight if you have to play anybody tonight. See you tomorrow.